figure out my niche where's my place what's my purpose why am i pursuit of this i should probably hello hi guys and welcome to my podcast <laughs> i'm so excited because this is my first solo podcast like i don't even have a name for this yet guys so for now we're just going to call it the gersh podcast today's episode is called gersh the perfectionist <sighs> yes gersh the perfectionist i really want to speak about this but in depth like i want to explore the different ways in which people can be perfectionist and how it can be a negative thing um especially because we put these high expectations of ourselves that we can't maintain but again i'm diving into it already but i want to start off with reading the definition of a perfectionist so a person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection and i'm also going to read the definition of perfectionism Perfectionism is often defined as the need to be or appear to be perfect or even believe that it's possible to achieve perfection. So I feel like people can be perfectionists in different ways. Like there's people that need to be perfectionists like in all their lives in every aspect. Perfect mom, perfect, I don't know, being perfect at your job, being perfect at everything. There's other people that feel like they need to be perfect in different aspects of their lives. Um, however, I feel like the need to feel or to be perfect, I think it always stems from something, whether it's something that happened to you earlier on in life or something that happened to you in life, whatever stage in life period. But something in your head tells you no, I need to be perfect. I need to have this narrative about me that is perfect. Um, and I want to speak about when I think I adapted that mentality and in what area I adapted that mentality. So I think something that I've been struggling with for a while, actually, over the years, I've gotten so much better with it, but this has been an ongoing struggle, is how people perceive me how people view me and this stemmed from something that happened to me like when I was 18, 19 um, and it was literally, I had an issue with how people viewed me. If I was viewed in a way which I didn't want to be seen, then it really would affect me. Like, I would like to describe myself as a decent person, as a good person. I don't do things from malicious intent. I don't like to hurt people. I don't like people to view me as a bad person because I don't believe that I am a bad person. But something happened when I was 18. Someone that I really cared about basically ended up hating me and ended up having a perception of me that I did not believe that I was this bad person. And I think it really triggered me because I felt like I was not in control. And I say that in a sense of, I couldn't control how he viewed me because he already made up his mind about me. This is gonna go deep <laughs> because, um, but it's good that I'm going deep because I really want to get to the root as to why I felt like I need to have control about how people view me. And I think that's also 
a mentality of a perfectionist. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because it's like you need to be in control. If people don't view view you in a way that you want to be viewed, it's almost like, okay, I'm not perfect. When nobody is, we know that. But in your head, that's something that is on, like you can't even fathom the fact that someone's viewing you in a way that you don't want to be viewed because it's out of your control. And I will say that part of my life, it really affected me because I started to devalue myself based on that person's perception of me. And it wasn't even just that person. Like in that stage of my life, I was falling out with a lot of people and I made mistakes. I'm not going to sit here and play the woe is me card because I definitely made mistakes. But again, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. As humans, we are going to make mistakes, but that does not define who you are. But Back then, I didn't have that knowledge. I didn't have that mindset that, look, I can still be a good person and make mistakes. So in that time of my life where, you know, I was losing friends and I was being viewed as this bad person, it really took a toll on me. It took a toll on my mental health. It took a toll on my self-esteem. And I would say throughout life, it definitely made me cautious and made me scared about how people viewed me because I didn't want to be viewed any other way than what I wanted people to see me. I wanted people to see me as a positive person, as a person who's loud and likes to laugh. You know what I mean? And if anybody didn't just like me, then I would just have a problem with it because it's like, well, you don't know me. Like you have to see that I'm this good person, like by fire or force again. This stemmed from the incident that happened with me when I was 18. And <laughs> I would consider that perfectionism. I would consider that perfectionism on needing the feel because it's like I need to be seen as perfect in their eyes. My identity, it can't be negative. Um, and when I realised that I don't have that control over people, that was a problem for me because it was almost like, oh my goodness, like this is the end of the world now, because if this person doesn't know what I'm really like, or if I can't prove myself to be this good person to anybody else, then I'm basically done out here. By saying to myself that in this life, you cannot control what people think of you. The only person that you can control is yourself. Another thing that I found so helpful when I listened to another podcast is that, and I received this so much, what people think of me, isn't actually my business. It actually has nothing to do with me because that's their perception of me. It's what what I what matters is what I think of me, how I view myself, and where I put my value. Um, it's everything goes full circle because if I'm going to take it back to my faith and my belief in Christ, that he loves me even with all the mistakes that I have done, you know what I mean? All the things I have been through, I am still loved because God doesn't expect me to be perfect. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, when I think about the people that I really love and care about in my life, they don't love me because I'm perfect. They love me because I'm me. 
mistakes and all once i got to that understanding and just really deeped that gush you're not going to control what people think of you and it is literally impossible for you to be perfect literally the only perfect person to ever live was jesus you know what i'm saying like everybody else was imperfect like even in the bible like there's people that had high positions, you know what I mean, that God loved so much, and they still wasn't perfect, but God loved them nonetheless, and it's like, when I started to really deep that, I thought to myself, Gershom, you're killing yourself, you're hurting yourself, you're trying to be this perfect person, when even God loves people that was not perfect and he still blessed them. They were still appointed because they believed. God isn't asking for perfect people. He's asking for people that believe him, that love him, that want to serve him. You get what I'm saying? And not to go so deep, but when I started to grasp that concept, like through my faith, it trickled down to my life it started having a positive input in my life because it's just like, Gershom, you can free yourself from this. You can free yourself from having this ideology in your head that you people need to see you in a perfect way because it's just not possible. It's actually just not possible. Like you need to be content with who you are. Another thing that was so deep to me was, and again, this was from another podcast. Big up Heather Lindsay and Cornelius Lindsay because I listen to the podcast all the time. But one thing that stood out to me that was said was like, people rob themselves from loving themselves as a whole because they don't accept them. They don't accept themselves as a whole because you have this idea of what you want to be seen as. I'm not sure if what I'm saying is making sense, but let me try and reword it because I want to be clear on this. Because you have this idea of yourself that you want people to see you as, you can't accept yourself fully because you're rejecting the bad parts of you and you're just trying to push this stigma, which is unrealistic. For instance, I have dyslexia, dyspraxia, dyscalculia. For a long time, I've struggled with that and struggled accepting that because I seen that as an imperfection. I seen that as a big downfall. But it's like, how can I love truly love me as a person when I can't even accept that part of me because at the end of the day that's also part of me yes it's not my finest part of me but it's still part of Gershom how am I supposed to fully love Gershom if I can't even accept that part you get what I'm saying? How can I fully love Gershom if I can't accept the clumsy? Because I'm a very clumsy person. <laughs> but that's just who I am. I can't change that. Obviously, I can try and work on it. That's a different conversation. But that's a character trait of me. I'm just a clumsy, loud person. If I can't accept that part of me and I just want to push this perfect Gershom, it doesn't make any sense. That's when the self-hatred comes because it's like, and also that's when I start to go against what even I believe, you know what I mean? Because if I'm screaming, no, let's show our imperfections, let's accept us as a whole, but in the same breath, I'm not accepting the bad parts of me, that makes me a hypocrite, you know? And the more that I was deep in it, the more I was thinking to myself, I'm rubbing myself from fruit, from true contentment I'm rubbing myself in true contentment because I want to segue onto something else another reason why I thought and deeped that yeah I struggle with 
being perfect and having things perfect in my life is that I had this idea in my head that once I hit a certain level in my life I will be happy do you get what I'm saying so for instance I said to myself okay no like once I'm patterned you know once I get my job that I want once I move out I'll be perfect and even that is unrealistic because (laughs) really and truly there's good and bad in every season again as you guys know if you watch my videos before I scream seasons but again sometimes I need to re-listen to what I say and go back on sermons to remind myself that each season is valuable so in my head I was thinking no once I reach this goal I'll be happy I just need to be perfect at this be perfect at that fix up in this area fix up in that area which I still believe obviously I'm always for improving yourself but it got to this again I put this unrealistic expectation on myself to be perfect to achieve this by a certain goal so I can live this happy life when really and truly I'm never going to be content that way because it's like I'm always looking for the next high, I'm always looking for the next level, as opposed to enjoying the current season that I'm in, which isn't perfect, but (laughs) what season is perfect? Really and truly, what season in your life is perfect? Every season has its ups and its down, and it's valuable. I had to come to a stage in deep that like each season of your life is actually valuable, even the ugly, even the single, even like single season is so valuable. You guys already know that I screamed this, but before that wasn't my mentality. My head was no, once I get to this relationship, once, you know, I get married, everything's going to fall in line. And it was robbing me from my current season because I wasn't able to grasp and deep the lessons what was supposed to be taught in this current season you know what I'm saying but after deeping like everything that triggered me realizing where this mindset was birthed I didn't realize how much I was robbing myself from true contentment robbing myself from freedom of having the need to be or appear perfect because (laughs) I was doing it to myself I can't even blame the people you know that were involved sorry guys my mum was talking in the background the perks of living at home but we move (laughs) but as I was saying I it's like I can't even blame the people you know that said these things you know or made me feel the way that I was feeling for the reason why I have that mentality because at the end of the day what they and this is another thing that I really want to push push as well the negative things that people say about you it's whether you receive it or not they can say it but it's whether you actually believe it and I'm not saying that it's easy to reject negative things said about you because it does knock it does play in your self-esteem but what I realize is that what they're saying is not factual It's like, I had to say to myself, I am not going to believe this lie that you're saying about me. It is not facts. So I am not going to now put myself in this box because you said that I'm a type, like a certain type of way. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we take things that people say for face value when it's not the case and it's not true. So again, with that being said, I realised that really and truly, the only person hurting me and rubbing me from true content, me and happiness is me. I'm keeping myself stagnant. I'm choosing to believe lies. I'm putting this pressure on myself that nobody else is doing. It's just me doing it. 
And once I realised that, because guys, at first it is hard. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, it's easy just to have this mindset that you believe the best for your life, that you don't receive anything negative that is said because it's hard. We're human. Like things like this happen, things like this affect us, but it's doing the work to undo the negative, you know, believing that, yes, this happened to me, but that does not define who I am. The money in my bank account does not define who I am. What people say about me does not define who I am. Where I am in life does not define who I am. This is what the world wants me to think. The world wants me to measure my value in how successful I am. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else is doing that. I have the power to give myself the mindset that I don't need to appear perfect or be in a certain part or position in my life to be perfect. I don't. And guys, it's the most free. I think in general, I just want freedom for people. I want freedom and contentment for people. I want people to be free from the prisons that they've made themselves or what other people have made for us that we are having a hard time, you know, rejecting. We need to be free from it because I'm telling you, it's keeping you stagnant. When you realise that nobody have nobody actually has the ability to be perfect no it's impossible like I said even in the bible there was imperfect people that were still anointed you know what I'm saying once you really deep that I think that's when I started to enjoy life a lot more that's when I really started to do the work to be like okay now I know this truth now I know that I don't have to be perfect now I know that I'm not defined by what happened to me at 18 years old Yes, it impacted me, but it does not define who I am. What I'm going to do is do the work to undo that and renew my mind, renew my mind to what's true, to what's love, to what's all of it, all of them things there. And I just want that for everybody else as well. So guys, I am going to leave that there. I want to keep this conversation rolling though. I want to hear people's points of views on being a perfectionist. I want to hear how people view that term or if you feel like you are and if you are do you see it as a positive thing or a good thing i've told you that obviously my experience was not positive at all but i was freed from it and i thank god but guys thank you for listening in and i look forward to speaking to you guys in my next podcast see ya